0: Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub.
1: What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Uh, we have a great guest today. Guests today. Duo. Double duo guests.
2: Dynamic duo. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Right? The basic witches. They're amazing.
1: They are. Leah and Rachel. Uh this was a good conversation.
2: They're so witchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: you seem to fit right in. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. What um what I was actually wanting to talk about was how witchy you are oh also like you. leading up to them because they are so witchy
2: that's funny thanks
1: yeah well because like you will put um water under the full moon mm-hmm. and then you gave me some of it yeah and you'll i don't want to speak for you
2: well i learned from a friend who is a shaman uh that if you put out water under the full moon and then bathe in it the next day that it can really sort of like enhance all of the good energy and you can you know say some say some like set an intention when you do that that and it really it feels great
1: set an intention when you put the water under the full moon or when you bathe in it
2: uh when you bathe in
1: it when you bathe in Mm -hmm. it set a little intention for yourself
2: and then just you know to kind of like wash yourself down don't use any soap or anything just like a cold water moon bath that's a good way to start the day
1: oh my god cold water moon bath Uh uh-huh that's amazing it's really nice yeah uh when you gave me my uh jar of it Uh uh-huh and you wouldn't bathe it in that, had you? Mm-mm. Okay, good. Because I definitely drank it. Oh wow! Yeah, I yeah. set I set an intention and then just chugged moon water. It's wonderful. It was good. Yeah, and I didn't taste a hint of you. In yeah, it.
2: I was. There. It was just moon water. Okay. I had not bathed. it. <laughs>
1: so weird. <laughs> and another time, you um, buried some crystals. I did. Do you mind talking about that? No,
2: I don't. I uh, So I was uh, at the end of a very bad relationship that I was ready to um, cut all ties about over with. And I had a friend who uh, suggested that I wear a crystal uh, wrapped in silk in my underwear through my menstrual cycle and then bury it. And she really felt like that would be helpful for me.
1: <laughs> and? And I did it. And?
2: And it didn't uh, make any noticeable difference (laughs) for me.
1: Except noticing there were crystals in your panties?
2: Definitely. It was like a weird feeling to have like a rock in your,
1: you know. Rock in the crotch? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of, does the crystal matter? Maybe you should have had an amethyst or a a geode. Maybe Maybe you needed a big old bushy geode. A
2: big old dinosaur egg. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have, I can't remember what, what, I used, but whatever it was didn't really seem to make a difference. But, you know, it was okay. I was just doing everything that it took at that time. And it was just another tool in my arsenal to sort of, like, get past something. So, I guess in that sense, it helped. Because it really helped me affirm that I was, like, really doing all I could. Yeah. It wasn't a bad thing.
1: That's so nice. You're right. It doesn't do any harm. And any good that it does do is such an added bonus.
2: Yeah. Like, all that stuff with, like, talismans and, you know, people who do, like, daily dips and, like, pick a book that they believe in. Some people do it with the Bible and, like, they you know, open it to a page and then do a pin dip where they'll just pick a word and that word will be for the day. Like all of that kind of stuff is, you know, believing in things that aren't necessarily any kind of reality, but if it helps you focus and set, you know, good intentions for yourself, then it doesn't hurt.
1: Yeah. And I would argue that it is an effect on your reality because it's changing your stream. It's another rock in your river, you know, for sure. So if I did a daily dip where I pointed at a word and it was like, you know, uh, ruckus mm-hmm. well you know now that word is inside me a bit and yeah. I, i'm you know whether i know it or not it's it is following me around yeah
2: maybe you'll just be prepared for when that ruckus erupts around you and it's not you that's going to be carrying it or causing it
1: absolutely hmm. that's cool or maybe it's the day i start my wrestling oh uh, yes uh, student class
2: 100 <laughs> wood watch
1: cool yeah because that would be i think that's a pretty good wrestler name
2: would you get one of those nut slings What's that? You know those, like, little wrestling outfits that they wear where it's, like, you know, like the Borat outfit? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) The the little Speedo thing? Yeah. No, I would be in, like, full... I would be wearing, like, (laughs) a T-shirt. Like, I'd be that dude who, like... When he was little, I would swim with a t-shirt on because I didn't like how heavy I was. Oh, wow. So I feel like if I was a wrestler, I'd be wearing like full pants and a sock stuffed in the crotch and, <laughs> you know, knee high boots and just be covered head to toe. No nudity.
2: Did you have a favorite wrestler growing up? Like, did you watch the WW? Oh, yeah. Uh, Undertaker. Undertaker. Ooh, yeah.
1: Number one, probably for me.
2: So good. Right? Yeah. He was mm. pretty amazing. Yeah. And scary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very, very scary. Uh, and I, I loved, like, there was always a casket match and, you know, he, Mm -hmm. he would, uh, anytime he would rise up from being a dead and it's like, oh my God, he's gone. Undertaker's going to lose. And then you just hear dung and he rises up like he just came out of the coffin and game over. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still wrestling now. Is he really? He was just in a main event not too long ago. It was a quick main event. You know, old boy's knees are made out of rust, but yeah, for sure. Did you ever see
2: the wrestler, the movie?
1: Yeah Mickey Rourke
2: Yeah That was really great
1: It was really great I thought that was
2: a really great movie Yeah Yeah When he cuts himself on that meat slicer in the deli And it's just like completely his undoing And Mm -hmm. it's like so fucking good So well played Like so beautifully acted Yeah Yeah
1: The metaphor for putting yourself in that situation and Mm -hmm. knowing you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Living for it.
2: Yeah. Fuck yeah, So good.
1: Yeah. He should have a protection candle like the one you lit right next to me. Oh,
2: yeah. I love that thing. That's another witchy thing.
1: It is. Mm -hmm. Well, I love it. But I also love when sometimes you're like, or it's just a fucking candle. Relax, man.
2: Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, you know, I do believe in, um, you know, like I'll give I gave you a candle, didn't I? A special candle. Success. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like... I ate that too. (laughs) I like the, you know, the idea that you can light a candle with intention and have it be about something. Like this one is protection. I have a healing candle that, um, you know, sometimes I light when I'm having a nice bath, like all that kind of stuff. Or sometimes it's just, you know, I I always feel like a lit candle is um, sort of remembering people who aren't here. Yeah. So I light candles a lot for that purpose, to think about someone, you know, if I'm missing someone like my dad or, you know, anyone... Um, sometimes lighting a candle helps me feel closer to them. You know, the Germans light, uh, candles on their Christmas tree.
1: Whoa. Which is like, you know,
2: nowadays probably, I don't know how much they do it now, but that used to be the deal was it was like candles all throughout the Christmas tree.
1: Really? Yeah. That sounds so stupid.
2: That sounds very dangerous, Impractical. It? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know what they, uh, my family used to do? What? We used to, um, cover the tree in gasoline and oh, just nice. cut to the chase. Yeah.
2: That's great. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Why wait to see if it'll burn? Let's oh, just man. get there.
2: It's so, There are so many Christmas tree hazards. They're just dangerous things. Mm-hmm. You know, drying out trees in the corner of your room all strung up with lights and like rife for, ripe for like pet attacks and stuff Absolutely. and like falling on people yeah i love christmas <laughs> though i do
1: yeah you've yeah. always had like wonderful christmas memories yeah
2: my family's very Christmassy. so i just saw though thinking of christmas something that i i put i um hit interested the interested button on facebook because there's a los angeles zoo christmas lighting something ceremony where you like get to go and like see the lights get turned on at the zoo and you meet the animals and then i think they serve you like hot chocolate and maybe there's some food involved
1: that sounds wonderful
2: yeah i know it sounds very Christmassy. yeah
1: i oh, think i'm gonna go to that that sounds nice yeah
2: i'm excited about that
1: to be around animals yeah okay. i love that kind
2: of stuff i've yeah. always wanted to do that kind of like behind the scenes stuff at like zoos or museums you know there's a thing where in new york you can stay at the museum of natural history overnight
1: that would be spooky fun I
2: no i really want to do it it's always like sold out so fast and i'm pretty sure the tickets are expensive
1: but So worth it. Yeah,
2: someday. Oh my gosh, yeah. Someday, or stay in an aquarium overnight or a zoo. I've always wanted to do one of those sleepovers.
1: Ooh, I would love to be on drugs in the Natural History Museum exploring. Oh my God. Locked in.
2: Yeah, some mushrooms and like run around and look at those crazy dioramas.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. My God. Yeah. Ooh. We got to. That sounds good. Let's make a trip to New York. I'd love to go to New York. Let's go uh great next week okay. i don't know whenever this lock-in is i would fly there
2: perfect yeah
1: put awesome. some mushrooms up my butt and travel
2: Ooh, no you don't need to put them up your butt what do you do i, I will carry them for you
1: H- where are they going on you
2: <laughs> not telling okay
1: yeah <laughs> Uh, I have a spacious butthole. Oh. I could fit an ounce of mushrooms in there. I that's bet that's really disturbing <laughs> to know about you. That's <laughs> what my pediatrician said when I was four.
2: Wow, this went weird. <laughs> this got this went sideways. It
1: always does. Yeah, this candle is not protecting me from myself. That's for sure. Oh my god!
2: Hey, look, look what's next to that candle. What? <gasps> yes. Okay.
1: Bef- I want to get to this. We got to get to that. Okay, let's it's get to exciting. it, and then I'll come back to like. What are you the coming back to or to just say it now? About. Um. No, you've set the mood. We have to ride the roller coaster. You don't get to say when you get off. Okay, all right. I just I'm so excited about this. So, so first of all, I would love to thank our friend at Chief Nugs. I'm going to spell it. Okay. It's on Twitter at C H E the number three F N U G G Z Mm -hmm. Chief Nugs Mm -hmm. at Chief Nugs and uh, cool dude. Stefan. Stefan. Mm-hmm. And in, a, in his message to us, it's like, it's not Steven. It's not Stefan. Fucking Stefan. What up, Stefan?
2: Hi, Stefan.
1: Uh, great cook. Makes some dank looking food. Yeah. Makes his own can of butter. Yeah. Such an awesome, interesting person. Uh, go on his Twitter. And he sent us a little package that we were going to open up on air. Let's open it up. Let's open it it's up. It's an unboxing pod. It's a <laughs> yeah. hot, hot unboxing pod. That's great. Hot, hot, hot um- unboxing. Hot
2: unboxing. You know, like yeah. a play on words. Like hot boxing, but not.
1: Oh, hot unboxing! Yeah, <laughs> did not get that at <laughs> all. Christ, Mary, Jane. it wasn't very good. I'm sorry. It it was so good that it went over my head. Well, not too
2: stupid it means it wasn't very Ooh, good. Shit. Oh shit! All right, well we got what we got. So okay, this is uh. These are friend for joints. Yeah, this is a friend of Stefan's. He has a company called Be Delightful. And he sent us some of the honey that his friend makes. His friend's name is Skylar Johnston. Johnstone.
1: Oh my fucking God. So and
2: his business cards are so great because you can tear them up to make little crutches for joints. It's fantastic. And what's the what's the honey? Let's see.
1: Five hundred milligrams of CBD what? raw honey. Oh. It's called cannabis Rescue Blend. Oh my God. And they rescue honeybees. <laughs> uh, you can learn more about it at bedelightful dot com. But it just says, you know, stir it in, try a teaspoon, and enjoy. It's it's CBD honey. CBD honey from rescue bees? From rescue bees.
2: That's crazy.
1: Oh my God, that's this so is great. Cool.
2: Bees are in big trouble, so rescuing them is really important. And it, making sure that the health of the colonies is, you know, good is so important for, like, American agriculture.
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: things things will collapse without those bees pollinating everything. So that's very important to make sure that bees are happy and healthy and making great honey. <laughs> And then he's putting CBD in there. Raw honey with 500 milligrams of CBD extracted from hemp. This looks amazing. I'm so excited to try this. Let's crack it open. Yeah, here. I'm
1: going to try it. I also, I saw a video of uh, some bees making CBD honey. And at the end of the day, they put their arms behind their head and lay down with their legs crossed. That's sip a tea that's
2: so lovely yeah. just two arms behind the head and the four the rest the others crossed uh-huh. all four
1: yeah <laughs> they just wrap up their wings like a little pillow behind their head and oh just kind of kick back
2: those happy little bees mm-hmm. i love it
1: yeah the queen is like just walking around fist pounding people because it's like a job well done <laughs> cbd is great it's so chill all their little muscles are relaxed
3: oh cbd
2: Ooh, texas from wild bees
1: wildfire. i this smells incredible It looks gorgeous. It's such a beautiful amber color. I just want to say thank you, Stefan.
2: Thank you. Thank
1: you, Skylar. Uh, We'll post a bunch of pics of all of this. I'm going to give it a quick lick. Yeah, here. Oh, It's so fucking delicious. Yeah. All the lines in
2: your face just went away.
1: Wow. I feel young. You're Virile. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You're so relaxed.
1: This is great stuff. Holy cow. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's so cool. Straight up speechless. Um, golly. I don't know what else to say. Truly. I,
2: yeah. I'm so excited to stir it into some tea
1: that's what it is that's the move right mm-hmm. see yeah. i would just dip my goddamn pinky in there
2: oh yeah or and... this like on scraped on a little like uh almond butter almond butter cbd honey sandwich there
1: you go with some sliced banana Ooh, you know what you could do a little honey honey and butter like mm-hmm. you do a little can of butter yeah and then drizzle a little honey on top you got yourself Ooh. like that perfect pairing
2: yes so good the wow. under
1: and over beautiful well thank you both so freaking much um Do you mind if I say his Twitter one more time? Not at all. Oh, boy, it's cool. And also, he has a great SoundCloud at SpeakerBase. All of this will be linked, but it's at C-H-E-3-F-N-U-G-G-Z at Chief Nugs, and his SoundCloud is SpeakerBase, but that is Mm S-P-K-R-B-A-S-S. It's a hot SoundCloud. Yeah? Yeah, it's a hot SoundCloud. Awesome. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh spicy <laughs> what a spicy up so far so love That's, i
2: love i love it
1: yeah so exciting and if you want to um mail us any stuff i'll give you my address just yeah. don't mail anything that you know explodes that explodes thanks yeah. i wasn't sure what to the caveat would be but that would be it
2: the, yeah anything that explodes um or bites yeah or is venomous yeah, yeah. or
1: hair i don't need your hair yeah, no hair don't send me. unless you
2: maybe knit something out of your hair you be like a cool knit thing. Oh, a little hair doll.
1: <laughs> I would like that. If anyone wants to send me their hair but it's in an arts and crafts kind of situation, I yeah. would I would appreciate that.
2: All right. Great. Well, I, I I got a little package this week that I um, would it love is to give Christmas a mention season. to. It's
1: fucking Christmas season. People
2: are so lovely. So when we were at that sex sexpo a few weeks ago and we yeah. met all those wonderful people and our friend Jamie Waxman introduced us to Buck Angel and we met some other really cool people. One of them is Dr. Sadie Allison, also known as Tickle Kitty. <laughs> And she is a sex educator and sexpert, and she has written a bunch of books, and she sent me her whole library, basically, along with some of her Tickle Kitty lube and a vibrator. Oh, my gosh. So I got another vibrator in the mail. I mean, it's been kind of a magical time. Unbelievable. In our lives since we started this pod. People are sending us really cool stuff. Yeah. Everyone at FedEx is like, yo, this girl is cool. She's getting weed (laughs) and lube and vibrators in the mail. And I have all these books. Uh, Tickle Your Fancy is one. Tickle My Tush is another uh ride 'em, cowgirl which is sex position secrets for better bucking so i don't know there's a whole bunch here and a uh yeah and she sent me a couple different kinds of lube there's a strawberry flavored one and a regular one and um yeah
1: can we taste the strawberry sure so far caramel has sucked uh coconut lube from magical butter was delicious let's try some strawberry yeah
2: give it a slurp uh i don't know maybe here
1: oh god it's hard to open. Oh, you know they—they they say you have to put it on your dick to try it. Oh, okay. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just Hold on. one get, second. Get it on there. <laughs> yeah. That's the hard thing. But like all the taste testers at these loo places, you yeah. have to be able to suck your own dick. Otherwise, yeah. you—you're um, not getting like an accurate result. Right. So. Yeah.
2: The way it interacts with your foreskin. Exactly. Is a special taste.
1: Yeah. <sighs> it's a weird resume. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> all right, let's try this stuff. Here you go you want some
2: no i'm okay thanks i don't think it's whole 30 compliant
1: mm, we'll come <laughs> up to that next i'm gonna be honest uh-huh it ain't bad really it ain't bad this has to be water-based because it's not sticky at all.
2: Yeah, I think they're water-based, which means they're safe for use with latex condoms and, yeah, everything else. But you can, they're for it's safe pretty sex.
1: tasty. Yeah? It's a good strawberry. Tickle
2: Kitty Strawberry Lube gets an A-plus from Mike. Yeah. And we'll let her know. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Allison, Dr. Sadie. Hell yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Delicious. Such a cool package. It'd
1: be so funny if I, like, died tonight and they were, like, um the the autopsy the unboxing yeah of my body yeah yeah I was like um they were like what 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 did he eat and I was like he had a belly full of cbd honey and lube <laughs> <laughs> this guy
2: he's living
1: a good life he's having a
2: fine old time
1: oh man i, I would fuck with this yeah yeah I'd put it put in my coffee okay put, why not a
2: little CBD, a little <laughs> strawberry i think the cbd honey's for your coffee and the lube is um yeah
1: for sexy times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of yeah. food in your belly. Yes. How's whole thirty?
2: I broke it. <laughs> Sorry. Don't be disappointed in me, please. I'm, I'm not already disappointed. disappointed in myself a little bit, but
1: No no no. I'm not. I that was like a gap of being like, Oh, that's not the end of this story. Yeah. I'm listening.
2: No, it's not the end. And the coolest thing about whole thirty for sure has been discovering how much I love eating like that. How much I love cooking, how much I love um, really like taking the time to prepare meals and like pack a lunch like last week when I went to a day of work where I wasn't you know able to like be home all day so I like really packed a full my sister sent me this like insulated lunch bag um, when she sent me that salmon and so I put you know my whole day's worth of food in there and it was really great to sort of feel like Everything I was putting into my body was something that I prepared for myself. I love that. I really do. I really like not having dairy, I've discovered.
1: Oh, why? I
2: I don't know. I just, it makes me, I feel better. Like I'm drinking coffee in the morning with uh, homemade almond milk with no sweetener or anything. And it's just blended almonds with water. And I just really love the way I feel. No Um, dairy. No dairy. I haven't had cheese or butter or yogurt or any dairy, milk or anything for uh, what's today. I think today is like day 17.
1: It's cool that that makes you feel better and you're yeah. aware of it.
2: Yeah, I do. I feel a lot better. I also haven't had any bread or um, grains or legumes or anything. I broke it with alcohol. I If um, you're going
1: to do it, you weren't going to be like sneaking a <laughs> loaf <laughs> yeah. like nobody has a just
2: a quick sandwich here <laughs> yeah nobody no, um, was
1: like what happened it was like I had to try a crostini like yeah. give me a fucking break
2: yeah I th- well I think the thing that people really struggle with is uh, not having sugar so I think some folks like really crave you know having a pint of ice cream or whatever and I um broke it to have alcohol because honestly a friend of mine died and I was just feeling the need to have a glass of wine toast his memory toast him fuck yeah and and just really feel that and be in it and so I did and I um it's not that I regret it I definitely was like oh yeah I broke it I gotta deal with that but what I then decided was you know we're going to go to Las Vegas and go to life is beautiful and have a great time there. And I'm going to be like, you know, probably eating all the things and funnel cake and fried foods and drinking alcohol at that. So when I get back from that, I'm actually going to give it another go and see if I can do the whole thing.
1: That's great. Because I really
2: like the way I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: fantastic. Thanks. Do you think that you're going to continue up until Vegas clean living? Or, yeah. or is it like now like wishy-washy and we'll see if we do or don't?
2: I'm still eating the same. I just am not going to be so hard on myself this week if I feel like, you know, I want to have a glass of wine or something. I'm going to be fine, you know, because I've, I've broken it now anyway. And um, yeah, so I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, sure. you know, today I'm clean living. I've just made a big vat of butternut squash soup. and
1: ooh, what's I, that recipe about?
2: I did No recipe. Just kind of made it up as I go along. Stop. That's the thing with soup. You don't need a recipe. Just put a bunch of stuff in there and see what happens.
1: That soup to you?
2: I mean, this particular soup, yeah, because I had a bunch of sweet potatoes and carrots that needed to be used. And I had a big, beautiful butternut squash, so I roasted all of those. And then I sauteed some onion and a bunch of garlic and ginger and blended it all up with some chicken stock and made it all smooth. And then stirred in some coconut milk and cumin and a little um, spice, like chili.
1: Someone just crashed their car (laughs) because they they like started it's good drooling yeah. it's good they i'll give you some watch the road i
2: have too much for one person so i'll give you a little tupperware of it to take that
1: sounds delicious it is
2: delicious thank you i'm very I proud hate of fucking soup but oh, all those ingredients that's right fuck i forgot
1: great together. oh it's delicious yeah. yeah it's really good you know if you put soup in a mug you can trick me and i'll be like oh this is just a smoothie and then i'm like i like it yeah that's you know? right
2: i oh, yeah i don't know how i wasn't thinking about that it's yeah. fucking delicious soup
1: Nice job. Thanks. Cool. Okay. So then that means like...
2: So I like broke it, but you know, I've learned a bunch and I'm going to give it another go.
1: Yeah. You know. How much... What about weed? Have you been smoking more or less or the same?
2: Uh, More. Really? Yeah, I was smoking a lot more weed. Yeah.
1: That sounds great.
2: Yeah, it was pretty great. It was definitely like the thing that was helping me sort of unwind in the evenings instead of having a glass of wine. I was, you know, smoking and just sitting and like watching a... um. You know, like I binge watched an entire series called Sharp Objects and that like I got super stoned and just watched like all of that one night. And that was that was pretty fun. So, yeah, it's been it's been chill.
1: How was Sharp Objects?
2: It was really great until it wasn't.
1: Interesting. Sounds like Whole30.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was really great. I mean, super well acted and I would highly recommend that people check it out if they're interested in like seeing some like cool, dark, weird, um, well acted material but um i didn't like uh how it all wrapped up but that's okay got it not you know what can you do can't fault anyone for that and i just didn't dig it
1: Mm, so smoking weed and binging shows that was the new uh the new you
2: oh yeah and there's another new show that i got really i think i only enjoyed it because i was really stoned was siren which is this like carnivorous mermaid show that's just terrible it's like so bad and it's not well acted but the girl who plays the main mermaid is just fascinating to look at
1: oh cool she's
2: really really interesting looking and, she's a
1: minotaur right
2: she <laughs> she's i mean her, oh her, she's a mermaid of she's course. a mermaid she's but got, like, what's
1: the top is the top fish n-
2: she's no her she's all human basically she's on land walking around she's Sounds. trying to find her sister because they've been separated at sea
1: so she's second act aerial She's what? Second act Ariel?
2: Second act. Oh, yeah. I thought that was like you were saying like some like dinosaur, like pterodactyl or sh- it's like a second act Ariel <laughs> when the second act Aerials walk the earth. You know, I was like, what? Wait, why? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, no. It, yes, she is second act Ariel. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's not good and I don't recommend that anyone watch it, but I watched a lot of it because I was uh, sitting around smoking weed and looking for something to do
1: excellent yeah why not speaking of smoking weed can i tell you about my show
2: yes i want to hear all about it i'm so bummed i missed it i really really really
1: really wanted to go it was really cool
2: it sounds really cool um
1: if you're ever in la or sacramento or he's about to be in canada and do this show at every major city in canada once it goes federally legal cannabis goes federally legal it's called the gateway show yeah his name is billy anderson Mm -hmm. uh his show is All these comedians just do sober sets, completely sober. Then we take an intermission and we get high out of our minds and then we try and do another set afterwards. Awesome. So much fucking fun. I was way too high. Like that kind of high where all I could think about was, this is what my voice sounds like. I have a skeleton. Oh, what is happening? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I can hear my skin breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was great. And the crowd, it was sold out. The man puts on a great show, and we got all these wonderful products. I tried 100 milligram Kush syrup.
0: Wow,
1: he handed it to me and he was like, Here, chug the bottle. And I chugged it before my first set because it wouldn't kick in yet. You oh, know what I mean? yeah, that way through intermission, it will kick in by the second one. So, my first one was sober, had a great set. Couple of applause breaks in there. Oh, what you know? All and right. then, but but boy, oh boy! For that second set, I was just cosmically tied to a different place. <laughs> I was wow. flicker. I was probably flickering in and out of this reality. Yeah, every so often, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like, saw a
2: little video of it, and it looked like I- intense and wonderful. But yeah, it, it sounds was, like.
1: Yeah, like it was great. I had two great sets. The second one. Um, uh, I had written down a bunch of one-liners just to like lean on in case I couldn't do comedy. And uh, as I did them, they got dark. And then all of a sudden I started thinking about Mac Miller. Mm. And so I had talked about him and then the whole crowd got real tight, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and I was like, fuck. And I kind of just got into this weird high headspace of talking about death and how much his uh, passing, like, it's brutal. it is
2: it's very painful I
1: I went from like us all laughing and having a great time to that moment and I found some really good honesty though and I think it was because of so how high I was on stage where normally I wouldn't do that yeah and I was just straight up with everybody and we were all in the same moment on the same page and I was like yo I don't know how to get out of this I feel weird I'm sad my chest is tight like I feel like I'm having a a Ouija board inside me that can't lock in on a message. Um, Jokes don't feel great right now because of the hole I've dug in. And I think we all feel upset. Could we all just yell to break this tension? And somebody goes, fuck yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. And on the count of three, we all screamed at the top of our lungs, whether that was for Mac Miller or your life or just to scream, which feels so good. right? And then I was like, we all scream. And then I was like, fuck yeah, you know, oh my God, it feels great to be alive. Give it up for your host. And Billy came back up, crushed it. The rest of the show went great Mm. and um, got a lot of nice messages from people who had never seen me perform, but found me online just to say like, yo. And then after the show got kind of, got a nice, some, a lot of people came up and said some really nice things to me about how much they needed that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It that was really cool.
2: Really, really cool. Good moment. Yeah.
1: Not comedic, but important. Authentic. Authentic. That's it. Not important. Authentic. I mean, that's why
2: everyone responded as they did to uh Hannah Gadsby's Nanette, right? It was like Oh my
1: gosh, yes. She's so fucking raw and
2: real. And I think, you know, a lot of the criticism was that she's too raw and real and it's not funny and it's not comedy. It doesn't matter. It's fucking beautiful and authentic, and from a, a place of you know vulnerability and anger and hurt and pain. And it, she surrounds it with lots of funny stuff, so we can we can watch that as well. You know, yeah. So that's the thing. I think you probably did is like you gave everyone the release that they needed.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: gave them the laughs, and then you also gave them the release. That's really a rare gift. So congratulations! I'm Thanks. Sure it was really cool to be there.
1: Oh my gosh! Let's get into it. Listen. Oh, you do it? <laughs> oh my God.
2: No. Well, I mean, we just, what, introduce them?
1: I think so. Yeah. Um They have a great podcast called Basic Witches. Yes. I was the first guest on it. Yes. Um, it was it was really a remarkable moment because the whole conversation came full circle to when I picked my goddess card yeah. and Rachel gave me a reading and it was pretty powerful and tears were flowing and- uh,
2: Very real and, and raw really, and authentic.
1: Yeah. This whole thing. It's mm-hmm. a raw, se- raw September, huh? It is. It's raw September. Yep. And uh, yeah, so Leah and Rachel, uh, terrific human beings, really talented actors. Yep. Uh, both of them can sing, and they're fun as fuck. And they're we all smoke a fun. shitload of weed. Yep. And talk about their podcast, and talk with them about who they are. Yeah. A lot of sex talk.
2: A Lot of sex talk. We got into it. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: A lot true. of like, um, yeah, a um, lot of talking about pussies. Yep. A lot of empowerment.
2: Yep, shame. We talk Sh- about oral sex and shame. Yeah, yeah. It's a good bunch of, one. It is a good one. Good one. It's a little spicy. You know, <laughs> if there are little ears around, maybe uh, <laughs> just put headphones on them. Maybe or maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. We don't. We're not in charge of how you do that. Yeah. Not. In, I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way I like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank God. Ooh. Well, anyway, thank you uh, again for these gifts.
2: Yeah, thank you so much, guys.
1: And also, uh, thank you to Magical Butter. Yes. Um, we got a sponsor now, and it's Magical Butter. You can do a coupon code at it's Weed and Grub. It's Weed and Grub. Yep. yep. If
2: you go on magicalbutter.com and you order any of the magical butter. the machine or any of like the screens or the chocolates or anything like that uh, weed and grub is a coupon code that you can use and you'll get a discount
1: fucking cool and then you can make your own uh coconut lube that you can cook with
2: it's the best yeah i love it
1: oh and we're gonna be making gummies soon it's great thank you magical butter
2: yeah thanks guys
1: um also thank you to everyone who listens likes, subscribes. we got some cool shit coming up yeah we do yeah some hot guests some surprise drops life is beautiful is gonna be mage yep Anything else?
2: Uh, I think that's it. We're now on all platforms, so if anyone is, you know, wondering how how to find us, we're everywhere: Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple, all of it. We're, we're on all channels and on newsstands right now. So come oh, on, fuck yeah, we are. It's it's a good time for us, and we're very. I don't know. I f- I feel very grateful and lucky. So
1: I feel like we deserve it.
2: Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you imagine? The person who's just like, the person's like, yeah, duh. Yeah, I got this. Yeah,
2: because I'm awesome. Yeah.
1: I don't enjoy anything. I just think about the next thing. Yeah.
2: Bring me the next thing. Fuck yeah. Who are you and what can you do for me? Nothing. Go away. Bye.
1: Ciao. Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. Thank you all so much.
2: Thank you. Mwah.
0: What's up, uh, witches? Yeah. What up witches? What's hey, up, witches?
1: witches? <laughs> Today we have with us uh Rachel and Leah, Leah and Rachel. Uh so people know who's who, will you just introduce yourselves?
4: <clears throat> Leah. Rachel. Oh my
3: god. <laughs> hey, I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer.
4: Was that better? <laughs> I don't know. Okay.
1: Yeah. Who who uh who the fuck are you? <laughs>
4: Wow. I mean, I'm figuring that out more and more every day. Right? Yeah. Truly. Yeah, straight up. I know like you maybe weren't expecting me to dive right in, but let's go. That's why, well, that's <laughs> why we're doing this. That's I mean, why we're like, here. We
1: all like, we all have, uh, we answer through emotion instead yeah, it's of practicality. So true. Yes.
4: Yeah, when people are like, how are you? I'm like, well, how much time do you fucking have? <laughs> yep. um, okay, who am I? I am mm. um, boss bitch. Yep. I am fun. I am very feminine, but also like masculine chill vibes. I'm a Gemini, a little crazy. Um, I come from an <laughs> uh, interesting family. In Pennsylvania. Um, I went to rehab. I was uh, in an abstinence club. A lot, lot of stuff. So, yeah. How long were you in
1: an abstinence club?
4: Uh, just a year. Wow.
1: But not recently.
4: No, but I might as well join one. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> not
1: right?
4: voluntary. <laughs> yeah, no. basically in one.
1: I love when your hand. I don't think
3: people. Talk with wait, hands. people might not know what that means because I think <laughs> yeah. Mike maybe just thought you meant you didn't have sex, but you, she means she was in a club that promoted abstinence. Like abstinence oh. is cool.
4: Yeah, that she was like a was political abstinence. type. You know what cool. I
3: mean? Gosh. Wait, what did you think it was? Just that you weren't having sex. Like, yeah. Oh no, I was literally in
4: a club. Like what? purity like
3: ring Kind of
2: stuff
4: um, No we didn't have rings But there w- you took a pledge um, It was called Abstinence is cool And it was cool with a K And it was run by Kendra G um, Who was like a radio host So it was part of a radio thing mm-hmm. um, And it, yeah It was basically promoting abstinence Because in the black community Philadelphia is like A big black community And like A lot of them were getting pregnant, so then Kendra started this to prevent young girls from getting pregnant so they could focus on themselves. Um, I was, like, the only white girl, and by that I mean I was the only white girl. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Then I asked my friend Rory to join since she she joined too. Um, But, yeah, it was basically like no one in my school was treating me with the respect that I still demand, and, uh, yeah, so I wasn't having sex with anyone then, and then... I just turned it into fine. I'm gonna fucking join a club. <laughs> yeah, make it official.
3: Like wow. it was an extracurricular for you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what. And yeah, I, I, I got to
4: like be on
3: to VH1. Oh, that's as part of club.
4: Yeah. What?
1: Dancing they, and singing a song. <laughs>
4: no, I wish. <laughs> Abstinence is cool.
1: There's more there. I don't want to. That's
3: <laughs> part of who I am, Rachel. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I a, forgot I even had a turn. I was so into that. Um. Yeah. I'm Rachel LaForest and I am a jack of all trades, master of some. I, mm-hmm. I kind of I like, I think I'm a renaissance woman because I kind of <laughs> do so many different things. And you have syphilis. And I love them all. <laughs> and I what? Have syphilis. No, I actually know that I don't have syphilis. I got tested like 4 times for syphilis from all these specialists because of my eyes. What? My eyes had this whole medical freak out from the heat wave we had, and just to be safe, they check for all kinds of crazy stuff. Like yeah. I wasn't at risk for syphilis, but they check anyways. Um so I super know I was that just I saying, don't. You're saying just Renaissance have women like had yeah. syphilis, but <laughs> you
4: really took it literally.
3: Okay. <laughs> Only because it's like a fact about me. I just know all these things I don't have right now. I'm it's like a, a great fun fact. A, yeah. <laughs> So you have? Oh God, I don't have um, TB. Oh, cool. My chest X-rays clear. That's awesome. I don't have.
1: Um, How's your vision? Is it H- 2020? I don't
3: have any HPV. <laughs> what?
1: 2020 vision?
3: Ah, uh, well now it's it's back. That's great. Yeah, my eyes healed, but oh. it's not 2020. I think I have a minus 0.5 prescription. Very tiny. Mm. <laughs> but.
1: Fucking lame. Best intros we've had. Yeah, totally.
3: (laughs) You're really good. On this podcast. (laughs) To date, um, to like describe who I feel I am as a person is like this very free, creative, like. Light for the world, and I yeah. love. I have a lot of love. I know I'm. I know I'm high right now, but that truly really is. That truly is like to know my who I am is to know
4: I'm a blessing to the earth. And,
3: um, <laughs>
4: oh fuck! So it, like takes the Don't mic out of the guys. stand and
1: starts walking back and forth. Just starts doing material. You're
4: welcome. You're welcome. You're all welcome.
3: <laughs> no, but I am trying to like be be grateful and, and spread that, love, yeah. and I have a lot of love to give
2: right yeah uh, wow i feel like this is the weed grub sex magic <gasps> episode that's mm. so described wow. like that's this our cross combination yeah, yeah. yeah. that this this is the because you guys have basic witches yeah which is magic and sex and, and right. love and yeah. all that stuff right
3: yeah. Yep. And the magic yeah. of life the craziness of life uh-huh
1: i can't believe y'all found each other unbelievable
3: <sighs> well cosmic magic. yeah because we met um, in a musical improv class, and just the fact that we signed up for it, which also turned into our whole musical improv team, Adele DeZim, mm-hmm. at UCB. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> every fourth Saturday at 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah 7 <laughs> 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 Um And like, we just blossomed into this friendship and partnership out of it, and now we live together. Yeah. And it's so magical. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah. Had, you know what it was? It was like we kept inspiring each other back mm. and forth. Our whole friendship is like inspiration. Yeah, Very positive.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What did you find each other in past lives?
4: Oh, <gasps> I don't think. We've
1: or do you even believe that. in that? Do you that. believe in past I lives? D-
4: I think you
3: believe in it more than me. I don't. Uh, I'm pointing at Rachel. Well, I do have some. I've had some like visions of me that are insane, and I think like depict what a past life would look like. Hmm. Um, and yet I don't really care about knowing if that's just something going off in my brain biologically, like chemicals flashing in a dream, or if that's actually that happened. It's just like a vision. Yeah. Maybe it Um, doesn't matter. It's pretty cool to have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I just, I do think that it's possible because I think that there could be past lives or iterations Um, of like, um, your spirit being on in bodies multiple times. Well mm. I
4: will say I feel a weird connection to Anne Frank and I always have. And me too. And we've talked about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh weird. yes. Okay, so then so then we have really? talked about this. But mm. yeah, so I feel like I've never been told what my past life is, but for some reason I just have this weird feeling it's some connection to Anne Frank.
3: I wonder if that's just like us being really empathic yeah like very empathetic Mm. um and feeling just like the human experience as it relates to women because Mm. I think that's part of both of our sole purposes here like because I had the same Anne Frank thing and I also have always felt so strongly around like rape and sexual assault even though I hadn't Mm. at like when I started feeling that at that time hadn't ever experienced that Mm -hmm. um and so it's like, how can Same. I feel so strongly Same. about this, like, emotionally when it's never happened yes. to me? Hmm. Yeah. Ugh. But I will say I think that I know that we don't know, and I think mm-hmm. that anything's possible. So, so why not believe what you uh, want? Yeah. yeah. And I think past lives, the way I could wrap my head around that being a, a thing that could be real is that physically our matter never leaves the earth, unless your body is like shot into space. We talked about this on our podcast <laughs> yeah. one episode,
1: like a large cannon,
3: right? Like if on yeah. um, barring that you decompose or are burned or your ashes are here. So like some part of you is still here and we're, and then it grows into mm-hmm. something. So like, I get how maybe molecularly some of Whoa. these molecules have lived a life. Oh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: That's like when you kill a cow, but if you kill it in the wrong way and it's stressed, like, you can taste the stress in the yes, meat. that's right. Yeah, right. I want yeah, so to like taste nice. the difference. Yeah, because there's got to be one, just in yeah. terms of, like, that life's flavor. Ooh, so, yeah, there's got to be a past yeah. life in the molecules of becoming a tree. Right? Damn. Yeah.
3: That's how I can wrap my head around it, like... Logically or scientifically, as a possibility.
4: Well, even like when you get a massage, uh, you're like when you push um, certain parts of the body, how we hold stress there, and like how people have cried and had panic attacks my from massages, neck, like because I sit with my shoulders yeah, up around my neck in this like defensive so like, like, like stress. stress is literally like becoming f- a physical, tangible thing in your body. Yeah, actually,
3: so I would believe that about cows now. <laughs> that, I th- no, that I think yes. about it, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been learning about how um, emotions get stored on a molecular level. Now there's actual science of it. Like it's it basically a even micro level version right. of what you're saying. Well, yeah, there's that experiment that if you talk to water, yeah. to different jars
4: of
2: water like
4: different ways. Why? Why? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I
2: love it so much because I believe in it, and then I also am listening to us, and I, I, I know, know that I it know. sounds like, so wacky, I but know. I actually do I know buy it. How
4: it all sounds, you know? but know. but yes. it's, it's also it's, it's science. Both. It's an experiment. I remember doing some kind of experiment in like a science class where you talk to plants differently mm-hmm. and one and I did this a few months ago in my own garden I like talked to one a certain way and then it was like beautiful and then the other I would I was did you like, like negative I was, yeah. kind of, I was <laughs> afraid of a little bit I mean, you, you look okay I was kind of like an abusive mom where I was like you're not growing as much as this other one but it's fine you'll you'll probably grow I guess but it was like kind of you basically didn't believe in it yeah and then it didn't grow as much, yeah,
1: whoa, so say what
2: you want, but that shit happens if you're having any kind of whether or not you're in touch with your emotions, you can go to a yoga class and do the camel pose, and it will crack yeah. something open and yeah. you like i no. I can't actually do that pose uh. Right now, in just in life, because it makes me feel dizzy and sick. Because oh. I'm like, I'm holding on to stuff that's in oh, my totally. body yeah. to a degree that I can't, like, I just know that when it comes to that pose in class, I just sit it out. Wow, Ooh, you yeah. know, yeah, and that's it's all connected. powerful. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is. Or it's like, you know, when you are, uh, like, I hadn't cried when my grandmother died and I went to her funeral, and then when I opened my mouth to sing, <sighs> yeah, it all just you know, it's stored yeah. in your body, whether you're aware yes. of it or not. Yeah, so it
3: doesn't go away until it gets expressed out in yes. some way, mm-hmm. yeah. So
2: even whether or not you're an emotional person, it's oh, in, yeah. it's in your body, it's in yeah. your shoulders, it's well, in your hips, it's in your right. sternum. Right. I watched
4: this documentary. Maybe you guys have seen it, The Mask You Live In. Mm. I watched it yesterday. It's all. It's a lot about like um, male toxicity and the culture that we've like kind of made boys grow into. Is like be a man, don't cry. All this mm-hmm. and like so they've kept all of their emotions in. And literally that's why then a lot of mass shooters and by that I mean mo all like almost all are male because they have like this aggression Mm. and they're saying like there's ties to that Mm -hmm. Mm. because they're not getting like emotions out and then they become aggressive and then that comes out in super violent ways I
3: mean the one with the most public science on it is stress like now everyone understands that stress causes a physical change in your body it releases Mm -hmm. cortisol and that is too much cortisol is you know causes weight gain causes aches causes all Mm -hmm. heart disease all these things that um, they've done the studies on those, but there there also is now starting to be science on the other emotions. And it's like, duh, of course. But mm-hmm. I feel like everyone can grab onto stress because we've been hearing about it for more years yeah. as being like how this physically affects your health. And that's basically an emotion. It's a reaction totally. to things happening. And it's painful. Yeah. It hurts. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, my shoulders are aching. Anyway, anyway, well, in the same <laughs> token, I think that like, my body moves and feels better when I'm when I'm not holding in my emotion. So when I'm feeling more free, you know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Even, you do a great job on Instagram. Even if I'm crying. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah. yeah, even if yeah. I'm crying. Not necessarily, quote, good or bad emotions coming out. As long as they're coming out it's and not way. staying trapped, I my body feels good. Hmm. I guess it's simple, but. It's also no, like it's, something it's we're not, not. taught.
1: Well, Sim- simple, yeah. but not
3: easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I don't give myself permission to do that shit.
3: <sighs> Why not? I so want you to be able to. I want right. everyone well, to be able thing. to. What's oh, the th- even the way
1: you phrased it is yeah. such a like, you're you're saying it as a gift. Yeah.
3: Yes, because <sighs> I know how good yeah. it is. And I'm like, I want
4: that for everyone. Yeah. No, but what is it that stops you? What is the fear?
1: Uh, oh, I don't know if it's fear well, as been much been. as like an un... Un, uh, not knowing it. Yeah, not knowing it. Uncharted. That's good. Yeah, yeah.
3: You, it wasn't fostered in you as a man growing up. I'm guessing, right? Like Mm -mm. it wasn't encouraged.
1: No, you eat steel Mm. and you uh, punch. (laughs) Why is that? Is it to
3: impress your (laughs) peers or your
4: dad? Like, what is the drive to what? Like how you're saying, eat and steal, and like,
3: like for you as a man growing up, what was what was the motivation? Just that you're told that's how it is, or yeah.
1: Shit. I don't know.
3: Did it resonate with you at any time in your life? Did what? Being like a super masculine, a super masculine like dude. dude. Yeah, it feels
1: great to do that. Really? Yeah, that feels powerful.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. But that doesn't mean it's there shouldn't be another side to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it's the that kid, one-sided. Yeah, when right. it's that one-sided. Nope. Nope, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no, you yeah. know, it's like if you, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you try heroin, you probably like... Get really close to feeling God, and mm-hmm. it's harder to come back long. closer mm-hmm. to Chasing reality, the dragons, right? And you yeah. chase it, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you chase like if you chase eat and steal for too long, it's hard to come back to the other right. side, yeah. And so. it's usually
3: a big crash. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. what's happened to all, any yeah. man I've ever been serious with. Is that mm. I've been very real with my emotions and it's called them forward to check in for the first time usually <sighs> with their own emotions yeah. and then it's usually a big awakening too and they dump me because it's too much but I'm happy for them after some time <laughs> What are you talking <laughs> about? I was just yeah, going to yeah, say that sounds because, like bullshit yeah. <laughs> But I'm happy for them totally <sighs> No I'm I'm a Scorpio and I don't love rejection but I've chosen a career with a ton of it and Who I Who does love rejection it true <laughs> i'm human yeah and i right. don't love rejection yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. scorpio or not <laughs> um but i do think that's part of my thing is like calling people forward emotionally to check mm. in mm. part of my sort of and it is purpose fuck it is
1: i mean on our basic witches podcast yeah you talked about how old boy went to therapy yeah and, oh boy. <laughs> and then just like came home and was like peace
3: <gasps> yeah yeah
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So
3: that's, that's how my, my main ex, um, went to therapy for the first time and then walked home and broke up with me immediately, like walked in the door and broke up with me. Wow. Um, so that's a crazy big reaction, but mm. yeah, because of course there's going to be a crazy big reaction when you've stored something up for that long and it, yeah. and he was storing things up. That was what happened. Um, <sighs> so I hope to like, I don't know. That's Yeah. Because I've always felt that I'm here to help women, but I've realized recently how much I'm here to help men. It's so interesting. It's like me, in me helping men... It helps other it's women. It's going to help women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I'm... Help, I, I don't help. I know. I want to, and I think I am helping men um, get in touch with their emotions. Mm. That's so huge.
2: Yeah. hmm Do you think that part of the... Like you were talking about heroin, like the eating steel and punching trees being like a heroin of sorts, but don't you think like... Part of the—I wonder if part of the fear of letting your emotions go is that you think that you won't be able to stop it back up,
1: like Mm. heroin. And
2: like, I,
1: I, yeah, for sure, that's That's part of it. Yeah, like, Mm. yeah. Where does that end?
3: Yeah, you Mm. might want to open it up, but you don't know how to shut the door. Totally. Which I think is slightly inevitable. At least for the first time, those floodgates open. Mm. It may be. A period of time where they're open, but then you learn. But how then to cope. You, yeah, and then they can be on a steady like release, <laughs> yeah, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like but it, but it may take that because of all the buildup. I mean, it's like a, it is a lot. It's a lot.
1: Where yeah. do I cry if my shower's broken? <laughs> <laughs> where do I do it? <laughs>
3: In the cars where I usually yep. do it. Oh, okay, cool. good one. <laughs> You literally just read my mind. Oh, my gosh. I think it happens, especially when you um, don't live on – do, do you live on your own, Mike? I do. Okay, and so do you, Mary yeah. Jane. Okay. Well, especially with having roommates, even though we are really open with crying and, like, we're chill about it and I can cry in my room and stuff, but really besides, <laughs> like, besides all that being true, my only true space that is completely my own is my car. Uh so I think it's just like a vortex in there when I go in and it's like me myself and I can totally cry. I've I have to be careful, though, because I was crying too hard on the highway oh. once where I was like, couldn't see. I was like, oh, it's hard to see. I'm going <laughs> yeah, rain this in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew. Because <laughs> also you can blast music, mm-hmm. which helps you cry. Like, yeah. I can be Sam Smithing and oh, crying. Sam on Smith a, you is know, the
2: best. And you're only going five Sorry. miles an hour on the freeway in That's LA true. anyway. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> That's
3: fine. Yeah. Sam Smith, huh? Oh. Mm. I had a oh, huge yeah. Sam Smith
4: phase after my big breakup. Me too. Yeah, he's great. Great for breakups Yeah
2: Good stuff Mm. Mm -hmm. I used to cry to What was that pink song Give me just one reason Do you know that 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 was my big break
4: That one Yep That was my That was
2: was my scream cry On the highway song Nice
4: I love so that yeah, guy Nate Rose. I love, love his again. voice <laughs> I'm sorry I don't understand like yeah. he's <laughs> like delivering where are all of this he's coming from I like, thought it's so like
1: yeah. it sounds like it sounds like Day yeah exactly and like, yeah. like Tom, Tom DeLonge <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know
3: where are you I'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> <sighs> That's fucking insane. old boy's
1: voice has like a yo-yo, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. slide whistle yo-yo. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what were those? They had like a little chicken on them. Just a little oh, like, rooster was like yellow and blue. Yeah, it was a plastic. plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it was like a whistle. Like, <laughs> <whoop>. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I want one of those. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is
2: oh. so much fun. <laughs> Mike, do you have a breakup
3: song?
1: A breakup song? <laughs> uh, gosh, no, no.
3: Didn't you have an eight year as well? I, uh, yeah, yeah, I did have for about eight that. years, okay.
1: but I don't. Woof. Fucking n- woof. Woof. <laughs> eight. <laughs> yeah. Which part? the The length of time. Eight year, the breaking just
4: like, up. Yeah, breaking up after eight years. I'm just like that. yeah, just oof.
1: Yeah. 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 It's a chunk of life. I
4: can't imagine. Yeah, because my chapter 2 year... breakup was fucking painful. So you broke
1: I just... up for two or after two years? Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that felt. Like that felt time.
4: traumatic, so just
3: eight years. that's a long I, time, like, too. Two years mm-hmm. is a long time. Yeah,
1: only doctors do things that long. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what I mean?
3: That's <laughs> the longest, like, one of the longest things I've ever done, I guess, except my career. Wait, how long was
1: your... Thing. Eight years, also. It was. Yeah, same. Okay.
3: Eight years and ten days. Mm. I'm thinking of having a party, a really classy party. <laughs> no. <laughs> what on the Rachel? on September 29th, the day I got dumped? Because like it's, it's amazing. I'm really like it feels really good to be a year out and see how incredible my life is, and I actually feel grateful, and I actually. Have love for him and happiness for him, and Are like you' gonna invite him no absolutely' <laughs> you're not. call the party not that much love <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean I think I don't know if I would make it such a theme of the party, but okay. for me, just like, hey I want to celebrate with people I know that oh, just like okay. a celebration, not yeah, you said a classy party, so I thought you were gonna like have a party, <laughs> yeah, no, well, it would be a party, like mm. maybe a tea party or maybe a theme like <laughs> costume me like. Dressing up like black tie or Ooh, something, fun or cocktail party, oh, like the
1: p- and the playlist.
3: Yeah, Ooh. and like great dancing. <laughs> Basically, I just am feeling. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm high. <laughs> Does everyone always say this on your podcast? Do you get yes? Oh man, <laughs> even more of a you guys give away? put Together,
4: a montage of everyone saying, oh, oh, "I'm, I'm so high.
3: So high." just all your so best?
2: So Usually, one of us is like, "I'm so stoned." <laughs> oh, but, oh, that makes me feel better. Absolutely, okay. yeah. But
3: yeah. Um, I, it's kind of the best thing that ever happened to me. It's the yeah. relationship was a really good thing that happened to me too. Don't get me wrong, but like mm-hmm. also that it ended was a really good thing, mm-hmm. and I just want to celebrate like life. That yeah. life is crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. I hit the Universal Reboot button a year ago, right yeah. now. What does that oh, mean? In Jeez. September. So my crazy story is too long to tell, but I had a big, long relationship that ended, and then mm. a very traumatic relationship that ended, oh. and that was the one that I moved to L.A. out of. Oh. Uh, and... Just a year ago, I went to Greece and oh, like swam cool. in the ocean in cool. Greece and went to a friend's wedding in Greece. And that really felt like a universal reboot. And uh-huh. that's when a bunch of good stuff started happening. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, came awesome. back
1: to LA and hit the ground running.
2: Yeah, I came back to LA. Same. We started like yeah. doing things together and, and, you know, like, and I made some wonderful new friends and started just a yep. whole new chapter of my life a oh, year yeah. ago, basically right now. Oh, nice. So, Maybe
3: it was the season. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> I'd like to come to your party. Yes. Oh, you're <laughs> invited. Oh, absolutely. I'm inviting absolutely. Oh,
3: you are so invited. Yeah.
1: Don't look at yeah. me. I don't, I'm not going. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> Why not?
1: Please, okay, I'm so busy. <laughs> Would you
3: guys please come if I actually follow through and do it? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It also might just serve as a birthday party. Like, so maybe it'll be a little later. My birthday is November 1st. Ooh, Scorpio. Um, mm-hmm. Scorpio. And yeah, it's just a time to celebrate because you know what? I never really used to be so celebratory i didn't have birthday parties Whoa. i've never had a birthday party what? in la oh Whoa. the whole time i've been in la well, i you've like had birthday parties yeah yeah okay like growing up and stuff but i've been one of those people who's doesn't do, doesn't do it i mm. think because i wasn't really appreciating myself so like yeah. why would i want to throw a party for me mm, you know yeah but now i'm not like yeah, now, feeling like, it?
4: like, yeah it's yeah. more about yeah. bringing the friends together yeah I
1: mean, Leah. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel, but like Leah, like last time I Leah's was in so this room, there was there was somebody breathing fire to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and also
4: twirling fire around on her nipples. <laughs> birthdays for me are about like get all my
3: favorite people together. That's Let's have fun. One yeah. of the ways you inspire me. Like I love that you're <laughs> cool with celebrating. Yeah. You know, like and we're all gonna die yeah have fun let's have fun <laughs> yeah yes. yeah yeah weren't we gonna talk about sex <laughs> yeah well we
2: need to talk about all of yeah wh- we, and weed and how it relates to sex and oh. Oh, yeah. all of the things
1: yeah and uh y'all have a little magical butter lube Oh, yes. oh that yeah. coconut so lube excited about this. Excited. yeah so use it if you want hell,
3: hell yeah yes I have- will I have a partner in mind already. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you threw your Lonky hands up like, w- like all the dust flew off your shoulders yeah. when you just did that. It was great.
2: You can cook with it. You can eat it. You can have sex with it. Yeah. It's Wait. Also, things. just like with myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You could put it's it. Just for me. You could put it on your butt so it kicks in faster. You know how like I, you put Molly in your butt you so that it like kicks in faster. No.
4: Have I've you done never, this with this I've only done Molly
3: weed, weed butter? No,
1: sure. I haven't done it with that. Did any drug. Or plant, whatever. You you know what I'm saying. Anything oh, well, you take, if you put it in your butt, it works faster. Oh,
3: girls yeah. In or your vagina. vagina.
4: Um, oh, okay. Dip tampons. your tampons in vodka and then put it yeah. in their vagina and go oh, yep. to a school what? dance. In like seventh, I heard about those girls. Yeah, 7th, 8th, <laughs> ninth grade, yeah. Did you do really? that? I didn't do it. I heard it dries out your vagine. Mm. Well, that makes sense. Ouch. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's alcohol. I don't want
2: to put God. vodka in my vagine. No. No.
1: Yeah. Wow. When you
4: want to pass a breathalyzer test and you're 14, I guess, Oof. desperate times. Wow.
1: That's a good point.
2: Yeah, I would put weed in there though. Weed <laughs> up suppositories? No, what? no. Mm-hmm. What
4: is it? Is it like a little bullet? It's like,
2: yep. Yeah, that's what I envisioned. And then I guess you're—they're for menstrual cramps. They're Ooh. great. And then there's one for anal from by a company called Foria. They have one called Explore. What? So to so an... like
3: loosen you up mm-hmm. for anal sex—is mm-hmm. that what you mean? Okay, cool. Yep. Wow. <laughs> High sure up I the understand. butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it tingle? Does it make your butt tingle?
2: I haven't tried the butt one. Yeah. I wonder if it mm. does. But I have some. I can give you give it to oh, you. you. There you can go. Report that you can test it out.
1: Uh, take it for a spin. Uh, I don't want to be pegged. Mm.
2: <laughs> I didn't say I was gonna peg you. I <laughs> <laughs> said I could give you some suppositories and you can yeah. go try it out on your own.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I do like I do like being really high, having sex though. Oh I gosh, do think that's too. the best. When yeah. I discovered
3: that, I was like, <clears throat> "Sex was already so good, like, or, or already mm. felt good. You know, orgasms already felt so good. Yeah." Uh, and Jeez. then being high, having an orgasm—Holy <laughs> shit! Right? Mm. I'm like, so many people don't know that. I used to not know that. Mm. <laughs> is this, this
2: bad? Is anyone listening? Right? Because I'm <laughs> aware so of the good. fact that hi- <laughs> orgasms when
1: you're high or so good. Right. And I bet right now it's there's like so level. many people in their cars just honking unnecessarily because they're like, yes, yes. yes coming yes. is so good. Yes, when yeah, you yeah, are yeah. High. Like, Honk if
3: you love to come.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would be my car wash. Yeah. <laughs> you make so much money. That would be the
1: greatest. You'd make so much
3: money. It's
1: amazing. Oh, while you're waiting for your car to go through? No, like if
3: you know how like why I used to do sports and so we'd have car washes mm-hmm. for fundraisers. Mm-hmm. I was just picturing if you did that at a at just an adult car wash where you can say whatever you want <laughs> with your sign. Yeah. 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 What, are you, what are you raising money for? I, well, I don't
2: know. I don't k.
3: Your rent, my cell phone, my insurance. <laughs>
2: yeah. You gotta
3: uh, car payments.
2: Yeah. A sign that says "Honk if you love to come."
4: <laughs> I'm raising money for my four hundred one k.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Have you ever had sex on psychedelics?
3: No. No, and I literally just I talked no about like that. doing that. It's very strange. Yeah, oh, I don't know if oh, I would like that. Wait, wait what wait, was specifically, it like? I want which one? Mushrooms. Okay, what was That's that? That's not, not what I was planning. Like?
2: Strange. It's a, it sort of abstracts the yeah. experience in an interesting way. It's like eating. Where it's Have like, you ever eaten when happening? you're on psychedelics? Yeah. Like it's it sort of becomes. It's not about fueling your body. It's about the experience of eating. Yeah, Like in that it's way, like, it's sort of, it, it changes the whole experience. So it's like, it's not about connecting with that person in mm, the awesome way that sex uh, can be. It's probably Especially more when observant. Yeah. Like, like when you're high on weed, mm, it's sort of be, it deepens, in the connection. Melded, yeah. Yeah. And it deepens your connection with yourself and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Whereas with psychedelics, it sort of like pulls Floats you, you out. out and then you're sort of, mm. observ- I felt uh, observing. And then also physically it changes the way you're experiencing Does it. Does
4: sex feel different now? Or do you like? Did I it go, go back to? Or anything? Oh, it went back.
2: Mm-mm. Okay. It was temporary. It was just in the moment. We'll okay. Say, yeah, okay. This is like your body becomes this. I would be
4: afraid their head would like morph into like a demon or something. Like, oh. And I would freak out.
1: Wow. Or like your dad's face.
3: Ew! Ew! Oh, yeah. fuck! That, that would was suck. Mike? Yeah, Mike. That would. Have
1: suck. you taken psychedelics? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done truffles and mushrooms, but not acid, and that's next on my list.
4: All of those? <laughs> no, just acid oh. is next on my list.
3: Mm-hmm. I've mean, done truffles I, and I've done mushrooms.
1: Do you mean take acid and then have sex? Though, is that what you oh, were asking about? I,
3: oh, I just meant I've tried those drugs. I haven't had sex on any of those. Wait, truffles as a drug? Yeah. What is truffles? It's almost the same as mushrooms, but a little oh. more, like a little mellower. Hmm. And I actually had more visuals with truffles. Uh it was in Amsterdam. It was like you could buy them. You know, it was. It hmm. was for a time in Amsterdam. They recently they. Mushrooms were illegal, but truffles were not, and they're just like slightly less potent than mushrooms. Interesting. Damn.
2: Mm -hmm. I took herbal ecstasy when I was in Amsterdam, and Mm. I didn't think it was going to work at all. And my boyfriend and I, uh, at the time, my my then boyfriend, Mm -hmm. uh, and I were like ready to go out dancing, and we took it, and it didn't work. And so we lay down. We were like, ah, it's not going to work. Let's just take the rest and like hang out in the hotel room. Mm -hmm. And we took the rest, (gasps) and then we had this. Fucking insane night. Whoa. We were up until like ten a.m. Like just like, oh, yeah. What was, is herbal ecstasy
4: made of? I don't know, of? like wow. guarana
2: or something. Oh. But it was definitely it was an intense experience. Damn. Yeah. Was it positive?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, fun. At the time, yeah, yeah, okay. we had an okay time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, damn. Yeah. Well, I've only <laughs> tried Molly once, and I really like it. And I was wondering, has anyone here had sex on that or, oh, yeah. or hooked up at all on that? Mm-hmm. Can you please tell me about it? Go for it. Go for it? Okay. Fucking go for it. Okay. Go for
2: it. That's oh, my plan. Yeah. What, you will tell someone that you love them. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Are you so, serious? Oh, yes. Yeah. You will 100% tell yeah. someone you love them. Oh, no. Well, yeah. this. Probably oh, while you're having fuck. sex with them.
3: It gets awkward. Oh, <laughs> fuck. She knows. No. I was uh, so excited. We actually, we like are planning to do it. But maybe mm. now I have to change that plan Don't do <laughs> it Just, just you, you just say know it? that you'll, prob- Who cares? you'll probably <laughs> yeah, Tell just whoever know. it is that you love them And maybe you do love them
2: and that's okay okay. <laughs> <Either> I don't <laughs> I I had like the most uh, cliche. Like I was at Burning Man. Yes. I was on Molly. I told him I loved him. Mm. Yeah, it was great though. And we ended okay. up dating for a really long time and I did love him. So it was all right. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. What if
3: it's a person that... But if you don't love that person, yeah, then it's careful. Awkward. Don't do Molly with them. And do it. Okay, so, okay. Wait, you guys. Make, you have to make a good the decision flicting. for me. No, okay. you have to make the decision. I know. <laughs> I was trying to get them to do it It for was me.
1: like, it was awesome.
3: Did, you, was did it, you say I love you?
1: Uh, No. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. No, did not at she, all. Did she and it didn't bother you? No, but we I'm did have I that wouldn't. like, we, but we did have that like, that deep connection mm-hmm. that when you do love someone, mm-hmm. like we didn't say it, but there was that like, it, it did go deeper than normal. Like, mm. oh, we're just, our skin is making sounds. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes like, that's it. Mm, yeah. Okay. But with that, mm. oh my gosh, we came back, it was like during a rave, Uh, we took a bunch more and then after the rave we were still buzzing like crazy and then um uh, just played great music, mm. you know that like, yeah, th- that like set the tone in the right yes. way because we were both into the music, yes, right, and then yeah. that just made the sex so much better.
3: And then it probably felt so good whenever you first kissed, exactly. And then from there on, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, how right, because yeah, that happening. tension build,
1: that build of yeah. like, my body is craving you, like, yeah.
3: yeah. And it was just a lover; it wasn't uh, someone you were in a relationship with, right? Yeah, okay. exactly. Well, that's what I'm looking at. So there you go. Yeah.
1: Okay. and then and the other cool thing was like it it lasted. A a long time but it didn't feel like a long time let's just button this up you know where it's like i don't know like if you have sex too long you're like let's call it right it's been a good but run it didn't feel like that. no not at all because the you know the playlist kept, kept, kept going good. and yeah. it kept feeling Got good you. and the music just carried the the time that's what i want it was so, good
3: okay because we great. me, and this partner talked about um fucking on molly and fucking on acid mm. and he was down for both of those. But he's also done acid a lot. I've never done acid, so I can't speak to, like, even how that feels. Mm. Or if I would like to fuck on it. I guess I should do acid first, then fuck on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you have a... Um- parental advisory on this obviously you do but I have to like just make sure there's no way this gets to my parents
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean yo (laughs) I mean it's out there yeah Yeah. it's out there exactly also they're gonna be proud of you (laughs) come on (laughs) We are
2: the future, you know, talking about this kind of shit openly and really embracing all of the positive mm -hmm. aspects of consciousness, altering mm -hmm. experiences and embracing the positivity of that is the future. Yes. And so we're ahead of the curve. You're right. You're at the vanguard. And like
3: I said at the beginning, that's part of my, like, just talking about emotions openly as part of my mission so that's it i mean it. that that's yeah. the
2: thing i think that i love most about this podcast is being open about obviously you know the things that you know weed and grub but then mm-hmm. sex and psychedelics and altering your consciousness in any way i mean drugs mm-hmm. have been around for as long Ever. as humankind <laughs> yeah, has, and we're plans. not going to stop doing it yeah we have to acknowledge the positive and you know we can also talk about the negative aspects yeah. all of it but like to embrace the positive yeah. aspects of you know getting really high and having great fucking sex yeah that's huge that's so, and people why yeah. would we shy away from you know saying yeah. it's a great fucking thing exactly. and everyone should do it if you can yeah
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i bet if you have great orgasms and you want to have a kid your kid's gonna be happy. smarter happier <laughs> yeah because like yeah. it was a great come yeah you know <laughs> so that sets things on the right foot yeah. mm-hmm. orgasms
4: make people happy if people had more orgasms people would be happier and then people would be kinder to each other and then there would be less war yeah. Like, like, literally, yeah. if people had greater sex, better sex, more sex, and there was, like, more openness about it and positivity, then I think, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. companies
2: would be I run mean,
4: in a be- much better, safer way for everyone, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Everyone should come before they go to work. <laughs> yeah. Cold brew and an yeah. orgasm. <laughs> Hong <Kong>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, do you feel okay talking about this abstinence club then sure yeah just because like of course what happened afterwards for um, you i fucked you? yeah right <laughs> <You>
4: <laughs> yeah. i left fuck. the club yeah. yeah peace out just like you do you um, leave the club and then you fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well so it was only like a one year um contract pledge well you never sign any did we sign i don't remember if we signed anything but you're saying for the school year I'm not gonna have sex, but so then during the summer you can like you can do whatever. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, but so I still though was a virgin until I was uh, literally my twentieth birthday is when I lost my virginity.
1: Whoa. That's
3: cool. It was on a birthday. Yeah. Hmm.
1: And then what did you? Did it take a while to like? Were you like, oh, this is sex, or was it immediately like, yeah, this is sex? I'm about <laughs> it. It was I get more it.
4: of a oh, this is sex, like because I was like refusing it for so long that I thought it was this going to be this huge thing. And I like didn't understand it. I remember I literally made my friend Kristen once like show me how sex works. Cause I didn't understand. I was like 19 and I didn't understand where the guy's legs fit. Like if uh. the girls are open, how to like, if they're lying down, I feel like it was like two fish mashing together. <laughs> I don't know how to like describe what I, I was just so confused by the whole thought of it. Wow. And then when I did, I was like, Oh, this is so like, normal like easy kind of yeah and it it, it fell innate without ever being taught mm. um but yeah it was it was i kind of wish i uh well that's not true actually never mind yeah huh. yeah i was gonna say sometimes i kind of wish that i'd like done it earlier because it's not a big deal but i am glad that i waited because i waited for the right person mm-hmm. absolutely even though he turned out to be such the wrong person for me hmm. But at the time, he was the right person. But he
2: was the Mm -hmm. right person. That's Mm -hmm. awesome, and
4: I think rare. Yeah, yeah, it's really rare. Which is why it took me twenty years. It's awesome. Yeah. So I've been having sex for six years now, you guys. Woo! I'm like a pro. pro. (laughs) 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 Definitely.
1: Congratulations! Wow, that's cool. Damn, Uh, my experience is so much different than that. What was yours? None. Like you what? just like, at f- I can't remember if it oh. was 15 or 16. Mm. I don't know. Like, Did it feel special? What, okay. This is going to be, I feel like because I'm surrounded by women, women with yeah. opinions. Um, <laughs> how were you taught about your bodies and sex? Cause I was taught in a very scientific manner mm. and then I just take my dick tube and I put it in there, but be careful who you do that with and you should wear a condom. Otherwise a baby is uh. created see you later you know what i mean like there was no romance there was no emotional Mm. connection to any of it it was like literally here's the science here's procreation be careful oh good luck and so i had no ability to learn what else there is besides the Mm -hmm. physical act of it which was like fucking weird yeah Yeah. so i'm just curious how y'all were how we learned
3: the emotional part
1: I don't know what the question is as much as it's, like... It's
3: I think you're asking kind of like, what was your um, like experience of... <sighs> Sex. You're like asking what sex it's society. like to be a woman?
1: Maybe. No. <laughs> Here, I, I don't know. I can know. answer it better yeah, than sure. I can rephrase
3: your question. Yeah. I grew up in a Catholic household that like sex was really wrong. I used to cry after sex with my long term boyfriend. Mm. I had that much guilt around it, mm. but it was so confusing because I loved it so much mm-hmm. and it felt so fucking good and I wanted it all the time, mm-hmm. way more than him even. I and yet, same I, experience. Yeah, yet. yeah. After having sex, I was like, shit, I love this, but I feel bad. Because uh-huh. it was repressed it was for like, so I, long. Yep. It was like, The orgasm would feel so good and then crying Mm -hmm. and feeling such shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that came from growing up in a Catholic household and a school that taught um, abstinence in health class. It was like, these are all the STDs you can get. Marijuana is a gateway drug and like be a virgin until you're married. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, So kind of similar to you in that Mm -hmm. there wasn't really sex education. I had to figure it out on my own and go go through feeling really bad about it for Mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah, I had a very similar experience. My sex ed class was like,
4: we had it in like eighth grade, but no one ever talked about the emotional aspect of it. It was always just very like science matter of fact. Um, And then my mom was a pastor's kid. Mm. Both of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, very religious. um, She would read me like, She would read books with me at night um, about the body and about the female experience. But, like, it was a book teaching me, and she was reading it. You know, like, it wasn't, like, her telling me her personal experience of being a woman and, like, experiencing her own sexuality. It was kind of just like, here's um, all this, and uh, okay, And I remember one time we had, like, a quick conversation in the car. It was so uncomfortable. I could tell she, like, didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. But I was in, like, um, probably, like, eighth grade or something. She was like, by the way, she's, like, driving. She was looking straight. She's like, by the way, if you ever want to get birth control, like, just talk to me. (coughs) Mm -hmm. And it was just so, just, like, cold. And yet my brothers, I have two older brothers, um, my mom told me that when he was going to Boy Scout camp, she packed condoms in his bag. (sighs)
2: Wow, That's the difference
4: between raising a boy and raising a girl. (sighs) Like I and like, yeah, my mom didn't want me going out with boys alone. I had to be back in like curfew. So there was a lot of like protection over me sexually and like as a blossoming woman that it's like almost no wonder that I joined an abstinence club and like why I was so guarded about sexuality before because I wasn't taught that it was okay. I was like hardly really taught much about it.
2: Do you remember when the switch flipped for you to not cry and just feel great mm. about it? Do you remember that moment or that realization? It,
3: well, it it um it like phased out because it would go mm-hmm. longer and longer between times of feeling guilty. So it was like building yeah. a muscle, basically. It was like unlearning. That's what yeah. it was. It was unlearning all those stories that we've been taught. That this is wrong and that like, mm-hmm. you know, I should be like – D- demure or prim and proper woman or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. E- and yeah. Um. So it was over time. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Time, yeah. Listening to your body is wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that crazy? And now that's literally oh. how I operate. Com- <sighs> completely. Like, listening to completely. Your, body, to your Yeah. Body. Is my body decides everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. What about you? I.
2: uh I don't know. I also had this sort of like w- experiences with feeling guilty especially mm-hmm. with oral sex mm-hmm. i would feel like i wasn't uh, able i wasn't able to enjoy it because i felt like he couldn't possibly be enjoying it me too and that yeah. was all like steeped in shame yep, and like totally all of that embarrassment kind of weirdness. yep yep i remember when that changed was mm-hmm. just when i was with someone who really loved it and let yeah. me know how much he loved it and i was like that is good that's, that's good. a that's huge, yeah. huge 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 yeah. realization for me yeah. Yes. yeah um, and he was really good at
4: it too, so yeah. it was awesome.
2: Yeah, um, and then that
4: helps going forward because you're like, oh, I'm gonna find someone that likes to
2: do that because that makes me feel good and yeah. hell yeah. yeah, and I don't feel ashamed of yeah. any yeah. part of myself. I think yeah. also like just experiencing, like being with lovers who uh, wanted to, you know, enjoy my body with like the lights on or like yeah. any of those funny things that you know we're really taught to sort of like hide and right. and and not. Uh, you know, allow ourselves to be loved openly, mm-hmm. and those things took a long time f- to fall away from me. I had a lot of that through my teens and twenties, but um, I don't know. I've always been able to enjoy things, so I feel lucky in that sense. Yeah, mm. like I, I but definitely had, the guilt like, had sex young and enjoyed it. Young, yeah, um, when I was a teenager. But yeah, I think
3: yeah, certain things I had to unlearn. Yeah. for sure. Yep. Mm. yep, for sure. I think like most women of our generation, we were, we were like raised this way to be shameful around sex. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a good deal. Older than both yeah, we were. Of, like, I yeah. came
2: of age in the eighties and, uh, it was a definitely like, it's really exciting to watch people now, yeah. like really embrace and like to be able to, I mean, I w- couldn't have had this podcast. We couldn't have had this podcast. To no. talk about stuff like this 10 years no. ago. Yeah. It's a different time. Yeah. It's cool.
4: Well, so Mike, did you have any kind of change or like experience in your s- how you approached sex? Cause was it so like not emotional for you at first? Did yeah. Did you have guilt about it or no? No, never guilt.
1: Mm. See. Uh huh. No it never guilt? crossed What's my mind. Like? What? Yeah. It uh, never. No never shame happened. about your body. You were just shame about. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. not sexuality. I don't, but not. I don't know.
3: Do not in the same way. Do Probably. you mean self consciousness about your body or shame? Oh, good Cause good call. I think you mm. mean you felt self conscious. Self conscious. Mm. She means mm. shame, shame. Feel like these this are is very wrong. Like things. I'm dirty. Yeah, I'm and this bad. is bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. And I, I'm going to cry
2: yeah. about it because yeah. I yeah. feel bad about my yep. body. this is yep.
1: so great to talk with y'all about. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so so yes, yeah, self conscious, yeah. Like, which is you know still sucks. A ro- still yeah, sucks. it's a ro- yeah. yeah, but the yeah. rock is skipping across the pond. Yeah. Totally, you're not yeah. seeing how deep the pond is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. shame, but Shit.
3: then yeah, yeah, but then you kind of uh le- learned how to enjoy. Yeah, what? Did yeah, change, I don't know. Ever?
1: Yeah, just because I finally was like. I don't know what it was. I guess when you get better at fucking, you enjoy yeah. it more. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of it. Huge. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> you know Trial mean? experience. <laughs> Huge.
2: <laughs> oh <Awesome>. my god! <laughs> <laughs> so happy for you. <laughs> Everyone, take note. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go get better at fucking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but for right. for so many like, I got so I got um, I I got over a lot of that shame and guilt on my own and through experience and then some things that have sealed the deal since then to where it's like really solid. And I've, um, I, 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 you know how I was saying, like it was, it would space out how long in between crying and stuff like, Mm -hmm. and then eventually it's to where there's no guilt around it now. And the things that helped seal the deal with that were like this book pussy, Mm -hmm. because that it's called pussy A reclamation. And so good. I think, Changes your life, all women, and I think it's cool for men to read too. Yeah, um, we talked like, to you about this on our episode yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, we we'll keep going. Yeah, 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 so
3: um because I truly still had some embarrassment around like, what does my pussy look like and taste like and smell like? And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, you know, we grew up with jokes about like, well, your that's pussy smells like, yeah, yeah close oh your legs, God. like if something yeah. it's like. No.
2: I, I. One of my friends when I was a teenager was shamed for how her pussy smelled because mm. some guy went down on her and then, like spread the rumor around the entire See, fucking school. It's like school. fuck you.
4: She let you go down on her and then you just fucking shit
2: all over Made her. Made fun of her essentially. Yeah. Before, and I had, it lasted the whole time of the all high school. I Naomi had a, guy, was a, frat,
4: a frat guy that I hooked up with my freshman year of college. I like I don't think I was sh- I don't think I was shaved at the time and yeah. like I wasn't even planning on hooking up with this guy. I got too drunk woke up in his bed whatever and then like after that I had a reputation in the frat as having a big bush but it's like fuck you Also, yeah (laughs) Yeah. like I like let you know I hook up with this guy that I don't even really want to hook up with and then um, my name is just tarnished for what for having hair which is like a natural natural thing that's how my body is like given Mm -hmm. to the world Mm -hmm. and like you're gonna make me feel bad about
3: that like ugh seriously (laughs) yeah well anyways the book like has you really look at yourself and love yourself and like I really hadn't looked that closely before and it's really cool because by just practicing that daily like I I wake up and I yeah I'm gonna tell you guys this Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) I know what you're
2: gonna say
3: I wake up If I'm too tired, I stay in bed, but usually I get up and go to the mirror naked Uh and sit on the chair facing the mirror and spread open my legs and like look and hold my pussy, look at it and hold it and tell it I love it. And I say like, good morning, gorgeous, which comes from the book. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I seriously see my pussy as so beautiful, all pussies, but like, Mm. I see it as so beautiful and so powerful and mm-hmm. I feel so connected and safe with it and like unashamed. And that changed so cool. to where now I can enjoy people going down on me. Mm. And I couldn't before either because I had that same thing of feeling embarrassed. And meanwhile, this whole time, I have an amazing pussy that could been- get <laughs> 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 <this> gorgeous pussy. <laughs> the fucking best. It's the best. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't you love pussy? It's amazing. Yeah, I do love it. Yeah. I absolutely oh, do. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah. From from top to bottom. Yeah, it's great. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. (laughs) 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 That's a good note to end on. (laughs) (laughs) We all give you (laughs) love, pussy.
1: (laughs) 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 What do you want to plug? Who and everything? Yeah.
4: Oh, um, follow me at Leah Canower on Instagram and Twitter, and um, follow our podcast at Basic Witches Pod.
1: And can I throw one more out there? Yeah. Yeah. Bitching.
4: Oh uh, yeah, and I make. Thank you. I make cross stitches um, at bitchin' cross stitching. So I'll yes. do like personal um, commissioned stitches. They're great. Yeah, and, and also with
1: the holidays coming up, yo. Yeah, oh, yes. they, yeah, yeah they make
4: really blooming. good gifts. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, Hell yeah. I love my fuck off. Fans. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's the best. Also, can I just say everyone should watch your IG story?
3: <gasps> oh, thank it's you. Very entertaining. I okay, love it good. so much. Great. Yeah. Thank you. The best. And then Rachel. And then I have, um, I don't even care about plugging my Instagram because you're just going to find me if you want to find me through all the stuff Leah just said. Um, Follow me and then you'll find uh her.
1: But Um, your Instagram story is so positive and it makes me happy mm, during the day. Watching you like dance and spin and being like, today's my fucking day. (laughs) That's (laughs) true. So if
3: you're into that, you can follow me at Rachel LaForest, just like it sounds. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great.
1: (laughs) Uh, find us at weed and grub use the coupon code weed and grub right yeah for magical for butter magical butter stuff cool. uh enjoy your lubes thank,
4: thank you, you so much we will cook with them <laughs>
1: uh I don't know what else to do. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Is this your first time doing this? Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like this every time. (laughs) I I panic when it comes to like
1: closing it. You know what I mean? Low key. All (laughs) right. I think that's good. All right. Thank Uh, you guys. Thank
2: you. We love you. We love (laughs) you too. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.